It's time for another episode of Tucson Means Business, featuring Tucson's top entrepreneurs and leaders in the business world. And now your host, Mark Bishop. And away we go again. It's another Tucson Means Business, and it's a real pleasure to have your company broadcasting live from the Stuart Title Studios here on Broadway. Uh, Stuart Title and Trust, wonderful sponsors, and this is where our studio is in Tucson. Now, also, uh, the 49ers Golf and Country Club is our wonderful sponsor in reference to Tucson Means Business, and I thank them very much. They're back open for business. That is the Rincon Mountain Grill. And uh, as I mentioned, I think on the last show, you know, all sanitized, all spread with the seating, all the rules that have got to be done in reference to uh, uh, making you feel safe. And, of course, the food is great. So the club is open, golf is on, special deals are happening for people in single carts, and uh, there's still dance uh, routines going on uh, with all the laws there as well. Just wanted to let you know that the club is open and not buried. Okay, that's the 49ers Golf and Country Club. Now, I have two very special guests today. All about business is Tucson Means Business. Uh, first, I have uh, a lady by the name of Cindy Beving. She was born in Iowa, but she's not a huge fan of the cold, so like a lot of people, made her way south over the years and landed in Tucson in October of 2017. Now, um, Cindy, welcome. Cindy Beving, welcome. Hi. Good morning. Thank Good. you. And your family, still in the Midwest? or Most of them are, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you, big family there, small what? Well, we're kind of like the Brady Bunch. I have three stepbrothers and three stepsisters and one blood sister, and they all live within like 45 minutes of each other. Oh, fair enough. Now, do they do the usual thing and want to come out here because of the weather every year? And you Some of them come out, yeah, mm -hmm. and visit. Not as many as you would think. I would I would be down here in a second if it was the other way around. But. <laughs> Ryu College, I suppose you went to uh, University of Kansas. Well, yeah, you would have thought I went to K-State, actually, because I grew up in Manhattan, so I kind of jumped ship and was went to the competitor, the evil side. <laughs> the evil side. When um, you went to the University of uh, Kansas and, and, and you left there eventually to, what did you say, I think, to find yourself to when find I first myself. spoke to that? Okay. You know, some kids go to school and they probably shouldn't go when they do. They should take a little time off. I probably should have done that before I went. Well, you ended up getting a job at an advertising agency in Kansas City in, in, in uh, their accounting department. And that was the beginning of uh, a wonderful career in accounting, which we're going to come back and cover. Because on the right of Cindy is her partner in business, which we'll get into a little later on, Greg Gibson. Hi, Greg. Hi, nice to be here. Yes, welcome to have you. It's terrific to have you along here today. Uh, it's been hard to get hold of you. You're a very busy man, but... Uh, you were brought to Tucson by your parents, uh, well, you were, what, just two years of age, I think. <laughs> almost a native. You're almost a native. Uh, <laughs> you attended Peter Howell Elementary, Mansfield Junior High, Tucson High, and then, of course, the U of A. Is that correct? That's correct. You weren't really to finish your degree, though, this time, were you? No. Okay, so what happened? Uh, I decided to skip classes one day and, and go to an interview for flight attendants for TWA. Oh, did, did you know they were hiring for attendants? I, I knew they were hiring flight attendants, but not men. Okay. And uh, they hired me. Well, it was one of those times, wasn't it, where one thought it was a female. You had to be female to that's, be a flight That's attendant. what I thought, yes. Go on from there. Now, while you were still flying, though, you didn't let things sit. I mean, uh, 
you're a studious type of fellow. Um, you attended the University of Missouri and completed uh, your baccalaureate in business administration with a concentration in finance, management, information systems, and economics, right? That's correct. And this was to really start paving your way into life. Uh, it took you down a new highway, a financial highway, we could say, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So were those uh, applications you developed, were they predominantly real estate then and financial in nature, or what were they? Well, I I started off in banking in the uh, commercial real estate banking group, and uh, we were developing software to uh, manage different systems that they had there, uh, collateral management and appraisal management and things like that. And uh, so I went to work for a consultant who also was in the real estate business, and we developed uh, 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 leasing management systems and uh, partnership funding systems and foreclosure systems. And so I just ended up getting to know the real estate business through systems. Yeah, I guess when you first started, you wouldn't have thought that, you know, it might have been that particular uh, category. Were those applications you developed, were they uh, predominantly real estate uh, or, or, you know, could they have been used for other things? Well, most systems are end up being inventory systems of some sort. So yes, you you could possibly you know redefine them in in other industries. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I think it was while you were consulting, you had uh, uh, the good fortune of having a boss that allowed you to work toward and receive your MBA in finance from the University of Texas at Arlington. Is that right? That's correct. A very lucky boy there. Well, along came a shift um, in direction, mainly due to your brother Bart at the time. Tell us about that. Well, my younger brother has uh, Williams syndrome, which is a developmental disability. And when I was able to return to Tucson, part of what I did was I started uh, helping not-for-profits with their computer systems and, and installing networks and, and accounting systems. Uh -huh. This is where all this back uh, learning really came in handy, didn't uh -huh. it? So uh, yourself and a partner, you, what, what did you do? Well, uh, a after doing that for a while, uh, I started a home health agency with another uh, a person, and we grew to be the second largest uh, home health agency in the state of Arizona. Wow. And uh, we had uh, offices in uh, Maricopa County, Pima County, and Pinal County. That's uh, the second largest. That's uh, We had over 1,000 employees. Wow. I tell you what, uh, well, there's some financial accounting for you. Uh, long-term care provider for the elderly in the state of Arizona, and this was this was back when we're talking. Uh, well, I was involved with it. We started it in 2000, and then I sold my interest uh, in 2016. Was that a um, difficult uh, industry to manage, Greg? <laughs> About 90 percent of our administrative overhead was uh, compliance. You know, healthcare finance association and. Well, it's uh, it's a growing industry, isn't it? Yes, I mean, it is. as we get older, the boomers and and so on. Well, second largest. Cindy, let's talk about um, one of your passions. I think that um, the, the accounting was was the big thing. You you did it all really, human resources, payroll, collections, and all the rest of it. But um, you then say that all of your experience paid off for later life. And this, for you, was where we're getting to the passion. This was uh, a Beving Books, right? That's correct. Okay, you started Beving Books, LLC, in September of 16, but you focused on accounting with a personal touch. What do you mean by that? Um, I didn't want 
just to be a client. I wanted to know who they were. So all of my clients I would consider friends. And we go to dinner. We travel together. We do things that people don't normally do with just a regular client because I don't consider them just regular clients. So what were the services that you offered then? Um, I do anything from consulting to virtual CFO services, bookkeeping, um, payroll. I'll do a little bit of HR, but I don't do too much of that anymore. So mm -hmm. probably not the safest bet to ask me a question about HR. <laughs> well, uh, you too, when you look at um, uh, you look at where your life started and, and what you end up, uh, what road you ended up going down career-wise. Uh, I mean, all of this is in QuickBooks, online control, uh, comptroller mm -hmm. services. Um, you know, perform all in all of these services, uh, temporary or permanent. Uh, they're all important for business, one way or another, aren't Correct. they? Yes. A lot of entrepreneurs are out there that can't do these things. It makes it a bit difficult for them. You ended up coming to Tucson. Okay, but you didn't know anybody, right? I did not know a soul. What was your plan? What What did you aim to do? Well, I didn't have too much problem starting my business in Texas. Of course, I'd been there for almost 20 years, so I knew a lot of people. Um, so I thought it'd be the same here. It took me a little while longer. As everybody knows, Tucson's kind of a, a small, tight-knit community when it comes to business. Um, but I just joined every networking group that I possibly could and started meeting people and Went from there. I went from there. Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, it is known as Tucson as uh, more more a friendly place than a lot of places yeah. to break into. Now, Greg, this is where really your, your path started to uh, cross. You joined the Tucson Metro Chamber of Commerce uh, on the Ambassador Committee, and this is where you met Cindy. That's correct. On the Ambassador Committee. What 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 is the Ambassador Committee? They're members of the chamber who... Uh, it's to help promote the chamber to the businesses throughout the community. Uh, and we're just sort of a PR arm of the chamber. And, um, but it's, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of great people that, that do that. And you go to the events and you do ribbon cuttings. And uh, it's, it's, I, I rather enjoy being right. on the committee. Well, how has all that been affected with uh, the COVID then? And well, we've been doing our meetings over Zoom. Right. But, uh, Pretty hard to cut ribbons, isn't it? Though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. No, it's got a great reputation. You know, we have a couple of shows on the network with, uh, with the Tucson Chamber. Of course, stalled at the moment, but... Uh, and I'm a member of the Tucson Metro Chamber as well. And uh, they work very hard for business uh, in this town. Now, meeting Cindy, you may be having a coffee or whatever, and you're talking and hi, you introduce each other. And next minute, uh, it really becomes the beginning of a, an exciting new adventure. All right? So can you do you remember that discussion when you I, first started chatting? Yeah, I do. We were at, uh, well, I don't remember the name of the, the little... Chinese place over there on uh, Sky Sky Dragon. Sky, yeah. Yeah. So we were over there having lunch, and I was saying something about how I really needed to get out of my house. I wanted an office outside because, you know, just you can't ever stop working if it's at your house. You're it's always right there. It's always yeah. Never present. get away from it. Yeah. Uh -huh. So he said, and I had looked around at some places, and you know, hadn't really found the one. And he's like, I have an office. Come look at my office. And I was like, oh. Okay. Oh. He says, just sitting there empty since his brother passed away. And I was like, okay. So I, I think it was like a couple months, though. I didn't come right away. But a couple months later, I called him up and I was like, okay, let's let's talk. <laughs> so. 
Well, it was come and look at my office. It wasn't come and look at my etchings or anything, no. was it? You know, so, I mean, uh, why two months already? You were looking for somewhere. Well, because I was, I was looking at other places, and I just wanted to make sure it was the right time and everything matched up and fit, and I just... I had driven by a couple times, and I wasn't sure about the location, which mm -hmm. actually apparently is a very popular location. But right. to me, it was kind of like, oh, I don't know. But so I finally pulled the trigger. So at this stage of the game, Greg, you had ventured into uh, office suites with the executive suites um, on uh, North Country Club Road. That's correct. Okay, that's at 1632. That's correct. On North Country Club Road. Now... From what I understand, they're very southwestern, very modern. Tell us about those. It's a burn adobe. Uh, it's it's a classic fifties uh, middle fifties uh, burn adobe Tucson building. Right. It's very homey. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very warm and comfortable inside. Right, but you had that done up beautifully too, didn't you? Yes, when yes. you first went into the business, what would you know? What would lead you towards? office suites, executive office suites? Well, I'd had it for lease for quite some time and or for sale, and the environment in Tucson just wasn't conducive to that type of real estate, mm -hmm. uh, to get either leasing it up or, or selling it. And so uh, when Cindy said she needed an office and she came in and looked at it, she says, you know, if you cut me a deal, I'll help you get it leased up. And I said, rock, rock and roll. <laughs> and uh, within about three to four months, we had it almost fully leased up. And I kind of said, we're on to something here. And um, we ended up putting some energy into the, the, the facility. We, you know, we made sure that the uh, Internet was, you know, set up correctly with printers. And it's a, it's a full service office for, for okay. executives. Okay. And... Then that's that's when what the decision was made that you, Cindy, would also like to get into the same business, and, and looked at this other beautiful building, which what has since been done up uh, from what it was. It's a gorgeous building. I've had the privilege of seeing this one, not the other one. This is the Executive Suites on East Grant Road. I'm talking about at sixty ninety five. You, what, went into partnership then well, with Greg on that? It was a couple, it was about a year and a half, I guess. And then, but we had talked about a lot of things during that time. And right. we decided we should start maybe looking for another building. And we looked at two or three, I think, and then found this one on LoopNet and went to look at it. And it all kind of fell into place. So knew the guy had, who owned it and... Kind of went from there. When that, and it went on from there. Now you're partners. Mm -hmm. So if one was to ask a very simple question, somebody meets you at a function, whatever, what exactly do you do? Yeah, either of you. What, what, what do you do? So we offer singular office space to people who either are downsizing or just getting their own office for the first time. And we make it really easy for them by providing all the services. All they have to do is bring a laptop, plug it in, and go. So you, in effect, lease office and executive suites to entrepreneurs who are looking to take that next step. Now, That's I want to justify that. When we say entrepreneurs today, we're usually thinking single-type business, small, maybe a couple at the most, blah, 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 blah. Not a Fortune 500 company. But that's not right, is it? No. I mean, you, you do have some big clients in your suites. We definitely do, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I say it can be somebody who's downsizing as well, or if they have multiple offices and they want to have representation in Midtown or on the east side, mm-hmm. then we can help them out with that. So let's talk about the perks then, that um, in today's environment with the pandemic and everything else, uh, the pressure everywhere you look, it seems to be everybody's working from home, but there's going to come a time when people want to get out again because people are, have had enough to you know, a large degree. They want to get out of their homes. Everything's Zoom or everything's on communications that way. Greg, please, you know, step in on this any time. What do you see that you've got to offer that would entice me out of my home to want to come in there? How how are you so different from other so-called executive suites in Tucson? Well, it's it's all Class A office space. It's it's all beautifully uh, done. Uh, there are every amenity you can imagine. We have uh, high-speed internet that's completely secure. Uh, Each individual tenant has their own private, secure internet connection. So it's not shared around the office. Is that that normal? No, most people are just, like if you were to go to Starbucks, Mm -hmm. uh, you may have a password to get on, but it's open to everybody that's there. Right. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry, literally, huh? Yes. Right. So, so what does this do then? How does this work? Well, it's just it creates a, a secure environment. Uh, if you are an accountant or a lawyer and you have secure uh, security issues with uh, uh, privacy for your clients, mm-hmm. uh, every office has its own separate lock uh, with a combination or a key. Uh, you can't even print to the printer without having your own security code, and 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 it won't just print. You, it waits until you come and and, uh, and put your security code in. Okay. Um, so it's it's we've we've thought about the you know the security and the privacy of uh, clients and and tenants as well. So in this day and age, Cindy, this is pretty important stuff. Yes, for sure. Because we hear of nothing but you know. People breaking in and insecurity uh, and cyber, uh, you know, breakdowns and God knows what. So I, I would have an office in there that is totally secure, not only getting can't get into the building, but break into my office alone. There's security there. My Internet is totally mine and mine alone, secure. That, that's correct. And if I needed to do printing, right, because I haven't seen this before. If you needed to do printing... You've got a room, you go where the big machines are, but you've got to have your code. Yes, you could print to the printer and it sits there in its in its storage. From your office? From your office. Yeah. Okay. And, and it waits for you to come and collect it. And, <laughs> and it, won't, it won't print until you enter your code. That's cool. So no one else can get a hold of that. Yeah, so it's not like it's sitting there and right. other people. That's are, what I wanted to clarify. Uh, yeah. Isn't that cool? It's, it's, it is kind of neat. Pretty smart. So um, now, didn't you mention, I think, Cindy, VoIP phones? Yeah, we have voice over IP phones. Um, mm-hmm. So if you have a landline somewhere and you've had it with your, it's been connected to your business for years and you don't want to get rid of it, you can forward that to the voice over IP phones and it kind of, it's on the cloud then. Okay. So your landline turns into a line that you can use at our office. And the offices themselves now, are they all the same size or do they vary? Oh, they vary in size. Yeah? Uh-huh. Give us an idea of what size we're talking about, different sizes we're talking about. In case someone's listening now that thinks, well, look, I might be too small, you know. Um, well, I would say the country club office is anywhere. We have a, a, a small one, but it's not quite as small as some we've seen. Um, I would say it's about 60 square foot. 
up to probably about 1.30 at the Country Club office, which is on the 1632. Mm-hmm. And then on Grant, we have... The smallest one is um, 72 square foot, I believe, and we go up to about 263. Okay, because when I went down and had a look, I was terribly impressed. I mean, you did a beautiful job on the refurbishing there, Greg, uh, of the whole building. It was very, very nice. And I even you even went out of your way to put windows in in certain locations just to be able to show a bit of greenery outside and, and mountains, in fact. And yet they're all very soundproof, I noticed. Yes. Uh, we, we wanted every single office to have a, a window at a minimum and uh so that you know you could have a kind of your own corner office so to speak but yeah we we think we have some of the nicest offices in town and uh i think one of the things you've got to compete with these days is pricing yes so in all in all honesty how do you think you can bear there sydney we are lower than all of our competitors and we only charge one price so we were talking about the internet earlier and there are places that will do their own secure internet but you have to be a top tier which means you pay more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so whether you're the smallest office in our building or the largest office you get the same perks and our prices are much lower per square foot well that's a pretty fair deal isn't it it's done good normally it's the other way around and this this we're talking now i want to make sure i, I never mix these up again the um this is the East Grand office we're talking about, correct? Both of them. Uh, okay, what's that number again? 6095 East Grand or Six. 1632 North Country Club. 1632 and 1695 East Grand. Now, we've talked about, you got parking? Is there parking there? We definitely have parking at both. Okay. Uh, the one on Country Club actually even has covered parking. Covered parking in Country Club, okay. So parking utilities, security, VoIP phones, private office space. What? Oh, uh, that lovely kitchen thing I saw there. It's like a it's like a common area, a use for a common area. That comes off a boardroom too, doesn't it? Yes, yes. So, so what, what can that be used for? Well, if you want to have a, an event and, and a little wine and cheese party to entertain your clients or or anything like that, it's 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 available. Uh, there's a on the country club office. There's an outdoor patio. There there is one on the grand office, but it's rather small. Um, but uh, there's a the kitchen opens onto the conference room, so you could have a little buffet uh, and and have a speaker come in. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, both offices have a, a large uh, video screen where you could do video conferencing. Or or a, or a presentation to your clients, as well as you know uh, refreshments. That's an important thing for today. I think you were pretty excited when you were telling me about this this AV equipment. This is what touchscreen. Yes, uh, it's it's kind of uh, nice. It's it's like having it's like your your cell phone or your tablet where you can touch it with your finger, and there's a virtual whiteboard that you can draw on with. It's it's. It's, it's way cool. <laughs> way cool. Did you learn uh, how to use it, Cindy, or drive it? <laughs> no, I have to read the book. So. Fair enough. We have a manual. We're talking to Cindy Beving and uh, uh, Greg Gibson, uh, their partners in uh, in executive office suites, one of the nicest ones in Tucson, if not the nicest, but uh, um, it's on Grant, East Grant Road, another one on Country Club. And they're on Tucson Means Business, which of course is proudly brought to us by the 49ers Golf and Country Club.
Well, I hope you're enjoying this uh, episode of Tucson Means Business. And of course, we're very grateful and very proud to have as our sponsor the 49ers Golf and Country Club, a uh, icon tradition here in wonderful Tucson, Arizona. And uh, my particular guest today from the 49ers is the Director of Membership and Tournaments. And his name is Casey Polivchak. Hi, Casey. Hey, Mark. How's it going today? It's going well. Thank you very much. I want to talk about memberships. A lot of talk uh, about golf clubs going down and people not playing again. And we're increasing. What's happening there? You know, the club over the last seven years has just really made a nice big increase in uh, in membership. It's been steady, but if you look at our numbers, you know, year over year, we're definitely on the uh, on the climb. Is there anything specific that you can uh, point the finger at for that? Do you think? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, we've got a new owner, and he came in, and he's just revitalized the club. Um, the club was on the verge of uh, going bankrupt or closing uh, when the new owner stepped in, and he's just continued to invest in the in the club, the facilities, the golf course, uh, the restaurant, and he's just uh, just a bit of a blessing for the the neighborhood, the community, but definitely the uh, the members of Forty Nine er Country Club. Well, it's quite unique. It's a beautiful course with trees everywhere for shade. And of course, a lot of people think in the desert. I mean, this particular show goes all over the place, so you never know who's going to hear it, uh, or which country for that matter. But should they be visiting Arizona? And uh, I've heard a lot about the 49ers Golf and Country Club. It's easy to find. It's on uh, Tanker Verde Road, heading east out of town. Anybody can point that way. GPS can get it, not a problem. It's about 12,000. And you can see it because of the entry gates, very nice entry gates there and you'll see the club on your left which is the Rincon Mountain Grill as you go into the actual golf club and then you'll find the pro shop and so on so it's easy to find from that point of view what would you say to visitors we do have a lot of visitors don't we from the midwest from the north uh, the colder climates and so on as we call friendly our snowbirds mm -hmm. yep. what would you um, say to them about if they haven't been to the 49ers yet Okay, so 49er, I would liken it to a Midwestern-style golf course because mm. of the tree-lined fairways. Um, when we get our snowbirds in, if they're coming out for a, you know, a golf trip, a lot of times I recommend they come play 49er if it's a warm-up round, if they haven't played for, you know, a couple months because of the snow on the ground. Um, you know, the, the thing about it is it's tucked into the corner of the mountains out there. That's what Rincon means All right. um, in the corner. Uh, but the golf course is, uh, it is. It's more traditional tree-lined fairways, um, elevated tees, elevated greens. Um, it's, a, it's a great golf course to play. It's, it's not going to kill you. It's not going to... Uh, and, you know, have a bunch of huge forced carryovers, desert and cactus. And mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, it's not what one thinks. No, it's not for the but desert. Yeah, you got to keep it straight. <laughs> It'll challenge you that way. You got to keep it straight. And of course, if you, you know, if, if it talks your cork at the moment, simply go to the 49ers website, which is 49ercc.com. That's spelled out F-O-R-T-Y-N-I-N-E-R-C-C.com. There you go. Okay, so do that. There's some lovely photographs, great stories to look at, and it'll give you everything about the club. You can't, uh, you can't fail. All right? We're going to be back with Casey another time. You're listening to Tucson Means Business. Well, we're here at the studios of uh, Tucson Business Radio X, and, of course, that is located at Stewart Title and Trust here in uh, the corporate offices on uh, Broadway, right next door 
to the uh, Mexican consulate. And I'm speaking with Cindy Beving and Greg Gibson. You know, it'll be nice when this thing is finally over that, that we're going through. Uh, I think there's a lot of people miss the camaraderie, uh, bumping into hallways, chatting. Uh, your offices lend themselves to you're not just stuck away in an office. It's very homely from what I've seen. Do you think that uh, they'll become popular again once this pandemic is over? Was there a move towards people taking little offices? And you know? I, I, I believe so. Um, I, I rather enjoy working at home, but I often find that uh, it, I get distracted a lot. Mm -hmm. there, there's, you know, my wife, the dog, uh, there's always a chore to do that, you know, well, okay, I got to squeeze that in before I finish balancing this, this account. Um, so one, if you're at the office, you can focus on what you're doing. And, and, and it's also, I, I don't know that I would bring a client to my, my home, uh, to try and, mm -hmm. and, and can, you know, work with them uh, i'd much rather have them at an office building separate from where i live yeah and, and you, well you've got the professional angle to it all uh you've also got um the security factor of taking people into your home but then of course there's those businesses sydney that say well i would never have them at my home i'll go and meet them at starbucks or i'll go somewhere else personally that doesn't turn me on um, sure as eggs the time you want to do it, the joint's packed and you can't get in anyway, and there's no tables left because you've got university students doing their thesis. Mm -hmm. Did you know today they don't even have to buy anything? That's the new law. Did you know that? No, just a matter of interest. Yeah. yeah. You can sit there all day if you wanted to and do your thing. No, um, I believe in, in having to get out, go to work, put a tie on or put it, get dressed and get yourself out the door. Now, a little bit difficult for moms with little ones. Right? That seems to be the perfect attitude for working at home or maybe single dads if they've got little ones who have to work from home. But because uh, you don't have creches, do you? Creches, you don't have where, places where babies can go. And, oh, no. <laughs> right? No, we Wait, do not. Hello, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you've got every other darn thing in there, so, you know, all the mod cons. Special perks... Um, what about the tenant um, spotlight and the other things you've got in there that are a little unique? Well, one of the things that we like to do is promote our tenants. And so each month we have a tenant spotlight where we have a bio and, a, and a information about our, ten, our, our tenants uh, to try and help them promote their business. And of course, the more successful they are, the more successful we are. And um, so we, everything we tr uh, do is is for the benefit of our our tenants. And don't forget, uh, listeners, there's two buildings. One's at East Grant. That's sixteen ninety five. The best way that I remember that one, to be honest with you, is heading west, and it's just past Costco. You know, it's so easy to remember that and then turn right in, into all those lovely buildings there and you turn right with that one and right again. And that's what gets you into 6095 East Grant. We've talked about the perks. What about tenants? Who is, who's your ideal tenant, do you think? I would say just anybody who wants to take that next step. Um, 
we have a wide range right now. And I would say, especially at the country club office, I know that they kind of collaborate together and they've gotten business from each other. So it's somebody who can kind of, I don't know if we have a fit or a one particular person. It's going to be a person who's interested in growing their business and taking that next step and having someplace where their clients can come or who's looking for a little, I think this is your word, Greg, image enhancement. Yes. <laughs> so if they have a lot of clients coming over, do you have? We have a web designer. We have a psychiatrist. We have a massage therapist, an acupuncturist. Financial planner. Financial planner. Uh, Insurance sales. CPA. Uh, what a mixture. Yeah, it's... And they can all help each other. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Discounts for in-house, yes? Yeah. Very good. Yes, you don't have to give the names of the businesses, but uh, it's nice for you to talk about the diversity because it just goes to show you. I mean, uh, that is diverse, mm-hmm. isn't it? So um, what about, that's the country club one, right? Well, that's uh, all of them together. That's all of them together? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think we have any overlap of tenants, but it doesn't matter to us. We did that for quite a while. At one point, we had like three or four accountants, I think, in the country club one. but Right. Well, um, I guess what I'm getting at is, if you're listening and you think that, you know, you're not professional enough, well, how do we define, Cindy, help me out here, what wouldn't be accepted? Come on, Greg, you're in this too, it's, you know? It's got, to, it's got to be a legal enterprise. Well, yeah, it has to be a legal enterprise, <laughs> yes, it does. That's a pretty good start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. But anybody else, as long as you, if you, if you have a business, then in your successful enough that you want to take that next step or you have the dream that you want to have an office, then we are not the ones to tell you that you can't have an office. I sometimes refer to them as solopreneurs. That's a good name. That's a good one, solopreneurs. And you honestly believe that uh, with all of the executive offices that are around Tucson, for the money that you only charge for yours, for the investment small business would need to get into and for what they get, this probably isn't a better deal. No, there is not a better deal. I, I don't believe so. And if they would like to, to it, it's best for them to go down, view and see, wear a mask, you wear masks, we wear masks around here. Um, is there a specific time for them to call you if, if anybody's interested and would like to come down and have a look, have a bit of a sticky beak? I think we're always available pretty much any time during the day. Just give us, there's a number for um our general information number, just call that, and we one of us will meet you at either one of the offices. I'm usually always at the 6095 office if somebody just wants to drop in. Mm-hmm. And it's not a problem. It takes like five minutes to get over to the other one. So if somebody was just driving by and said, oh, there it is, I'm going to stop, then sit in the parking lot and give us a call, and we'll be over there in just a minute. You also uh, work uh, your own business, don't you, Sydney? Uh, Cindy, while you're in that? Yes, well, you're in the actual building as yes. well. Um, do you want to talk about that? About my own business? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, like I said, I've started, I came in October of 2017 and started my business here, and it's grown, and I appreciate Tucson and all the fellow business owners here. Um, but I do um, consulting work and more virtual type work, especially now. Mm-hmm. Always has been more of a virtual leaning but especially now we do virtual, and there's nothing you can't do now. 
accounting wise that you can't get online. Really? Mm. No, everything is. <laughs> Everything's online. Everything's either in the cloud or can be sent okay. through files. So you just get on the screen and you speak to the client. And yeah. What, you put up books to the screen so you can <laughs> look at things? And no, you can share your screen. Share, of course, share the screen. What does that tell you about me? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I, you know. So it's <laughs> easy to do. It's not, a, it's not a change really from what we were doing before. Right. Um, well, what I'm getting at here is because, you know, you, you, you both own separate businesses, do your tenants ever get to see you? I mean, are you around? Yeah, we you we both office out of the out of the, our our building. Yeah, I would say all of our tenants have. Well, they have my personal phone number. I think most of them have yours. Mm -hmm. They all have my personal email. Um, they know who we are. A lot of our tenants, we do social activities with. Well, that's great because I, I guess with some of the you know large management companies, you. You can never really get hold of, them, of of people, can you, when you need them most? No, most of them are not actually here in the state. They are represented here in the state. Right, right. Their main people are not here. Now, do you ever get bothered with the midnight calls or anything to let me in, or is there? Because your security is uh, is not keys, is it? No, not for the initial doors. At the 1632, they have keys to the offices. Right. But um, the... Outside door is a combination keypad. Okay, so can people go after hours if they wanted to? For sure, it's and, open twenty four seven. Twenty four seven and Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, three is three sixty five. So that's pretty good, isn't it? Yes, you can go whenever you get the urge, so to speak, or something you forget, you know, and you've got to be able to do it. Well, it sounds pretty good. So you, you're full at uh, – are you full up? I think you're nearly full up, aren't you, with the Country Club one? We have a couple of small offices available at Country Club. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then we just uh, opened our office on Grant Road uh, in February just in time for COVID. So <laughs> That was very considerate of you. <laughs> so so we, uh, we have a few more openings there. Okay. And uh, the sizes vary. You've got to see for what you need. And, of course, they're all unfurnished, okay? Nice uh, polished floors. Is that correct? Uh, there's carpet at Country Club in the offices. Right. Um, at Grant, there's the um, wood-look tile is everywhere. That's what it is, right? And they yeah. are Very furnished, but we can furnish them. If you do not have your own furnished, we will, okay. we will do that for you. All right. Okay. So that's nice to know. It's an extra service sort of thing, but uh, you can do that. Is there anything you'd like to share with... Uh, with our listeners in reference to business today, you know, in Tucson, small business, motivational maybe, where it's going, what to do, you know? Can you uh, advise somebody that's going through a tough time right now, perhaps? Because you've been through some tough times in business, both of you, you know, but you, but you got through. Persevere. Yeah, I was going to say stay the course. Yeah. Hang in there as long as you Set can. Set your goals and go after them. And don't give up. So there you go, Greg Gibson and Cindy Bevy. The two beautiful officers, um, uh, we're going to talk, but you can give me the addresses again if you would, please. Uh, Cindy, you give me the East Grant Road. It's 6095 East Grant Road. Mm -hmm. 85712 is the zip, if you're curious. Right, 6095 East Grant Road. And Greg, the Country Club? It's 1632 North Country Club Road. It's between Pima and Speedway on the east side of Country Club. Fabulous. Across from the Blendman School. Ah, there you go. There's another nice direction mm -hmm. scenario. Get to know it.
Well, guys, it's been interesting speaking with you. Thanks for taking some time out. I wish you luck with your company. I wish you luck with these officers because they're going to help young and, and uh, progressive entrepreneurs. You know, and Tucson needs that. Yes. We need that. And uh, particularly while this, uh, this time is going on, people have got to uh, find that extra and get up and go again and don't, don't let it keep you down. You know, and uh, be positive. You need to work out of somewhere. Think about a nice professional deal, but somewhere that's like, it's more like a home, in fact, than what it is a cold office, you know. Okay, thank you, guys. Nice meeting you, Cindy and Greg. And you heard them here, ladies and gentlemen, on Tucson Means Business, proudly brought to us by the 49ers Golf and Country Club that is open for business right now. And we'll talk to you again. Goodbye now. Thank you. Thank you, Mark.